Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's two reasons why you're listening to this today. Either you know me and support me, or you're a nosy old shy. Either way, I'm happy to have you. You're listening to episode one of the Unedited Podcast. Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? The first thing I'll tell you about me is I'm Jessica Mould and I hate to be alone. So I'm joined by my lovely friend, Michael Stafford. He is the owner of The Chapter Coach. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't really have a bloody clue what he does. <laughs> apart from guide me through my life (laughs) so michael can you give us a brief synopsis there of what uh, a day in the life of the chapter coach is (laughs) okay so thank you jess uh, for inviting me onto the podcast it's lovely to be here and uh, i just would say that my business is very varied the chapter coach is a coaching organization fundamentally which helps support individuals teams and organizations to be future fit um, and I also have a HR consultancy element to the business as well as a training and development element to the business as well. So it's very varied and that's exactly how I like it to be. Lovely. And as far as I'm aware, you can pay Michael with an oatmeal cappuccino <laughs> every Wednesday <laughs> because I never seem to get an invoice for any of those services. <laughs> oh, I do love my oatmeal cappuccino. <laughs> Okay, so Michael has prepared a couple of questions for me today because I really just want to jump on here and start telling you exactly who I am. And I hope by doing that, I can help you find a way to find in your true self. Because let me tell you, when you do, it is bleeding deadly. No, I know know when you were first tying with this idea and you were we were having this conversation you were saying what would what would you ask me and I said to myself Jesus I need to think of good questions for but one of the first ones is like why now um Jesus why now like there's so many reasons actually why now and if I'm being honest with you 
I remember saying to somebody a few years ago, I'm going to write a book. And I swear to God, I probably still will. But I used to think, even from when I was so small, I, I have a book here, you know, just because there were so many different things that was going on in my life. And I'm at a place now in my life that I'm really genuinely, really, really happy. And I'm so happy that I even found myself here because... Even though I've had loads of different traumatic situations in my life, I had a particular one last year that I really thought I was about to just lose complete control. Um, It wasn't anything that happened to me, but it really did affect me more than anything I've ever experienced in my life. And how I came back from it and what I did to get here, to be able to sit here and speak confidently to you and still be able to achieve everything I've achieved in the last year is just incredible Mm -hmm. and I just I really really think I I need to start being myself and just speaking about it because I just started to take a look at myself and I was like you know what you're deadly and I don't think enough people do that yeah well I'll vouch for that I agree (laughs) with you on that one I think you are deadly and I think it's deadly that you're doing this and I think I wish you all the best with it and I'm sure all the followers that come along will get something from it along the way thanks so much and if no one else listens to episode two I'm blaming you (laughs) (laughs) did you hear that everybody she's blaming me and now she's definitely leading an authentic life Jessica could you give us an example of maybe when you weren't being your full self I can. Um, I have many. (laughs) Um, Just one. A standout one would be, I used to get a lot of jobs, like photo shoots for magazines. Okay. And I'd go off and I'd be doing makeup on a couple of Irish celebrities. And and it was a bit surreal. Like, you know, I was like, oh, deadly. I'm delighted to be here and get this job. But then as soon as it came down to the day of or going into these situations, I was really intimidated by it. Now, I don't know whether anybody in the room was aware of that, but I was there thinking, like, I couldn't be my full self. I couldn't have a full, naturally flowing conversation with any of these people because once, you know, when you go into a walking environment, you start doing, like, a fact find, don't you? And people, you start going, like, hi, what's your name? Where'd you come from? And you're literally trying to seek out advice, uh, seek out information from a person. So you can make a judgment on them. Mm-hmm. And the thought of anybody doing that to me then, I just used to quiver. If any of these people, like, you know, anyone from that public, uh, from that magazine knew that I lived in a flat or I, that my mom was in recovery or suffered from a drug addiction, anything at all, if they knew anything like that, they would make a judgment on me and my place there was then not secure and I would not get any further walk from that and oh my god if I would have just been myself it probably would have evolved into further walk Mm -hmm. but it was nearly like I put a block up and I I almost feel like I affected you know me achievements or making any further achievements because I just didn't allow myself to be myself because I was so full of fear over people's judgment. And when you look back and you think of that situation, like, isn't that such a shame? It is such a shame. And I think that's one of the reasons why giving your voice to this podcast and letting people know that, you know, it's okay to do that. 
and it's okay to look back, but the learnings that you've had. So what would have been your biggest learning from that situation? Now to just definitely just, you know, be honest. I'm not saying go into a job and tell them any of your private business, but if somebody asks you where you're from, don't be afraid to say, yeah, I'm from here. Yeah. Because whatever reaction you get from that person, that's on them. Correct. That is absolutely nothing to do. You got there because of the work that you put into yourself. You got there because you worked and you developed your craft. And that's your place. Where you come from, who your family are, that has nothing to do with that job. All you have to go in there and do is your job. And do what you're able to do. And if you want to embark on a conversation with people, be open and honest about yourself. I'm not saying you have to tell them your private business. But don't be afraid to. That's the difference. You choose whether or not you want to share that with a person. and But don't be afraid to share it. Because you're afraid of what they might think of you. Yeah. I think that's where you said earlier on about the, that's the big part of the acceptance piece for yourself. Once you accept you doesn't really matter about everybody else no it doesn't it really really doesn't and you know like it's it's i find recently as well once i'm reflecting and looking back as well particularly people around my age and where i come from a lot of us had parents that were addicted to drugs so many of us and it's a certain sort of stigma that's still a bit of a taboo subject to be honest with you i know it is yeah because people do pass judgment on you and they pass judgment on your family or your or your parents and you can kind of go into protective mode for yourself and for them. And I just think it, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a battle, that is a struggle. But if it's going on with somebody else, it's not your battle and it's not your struggle. Your only role in life is to do you. Yeah. So just do it. Jessica, would you always have known you were going to be an entrepreneur? Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, I just could never do what I was told. <laughs> Point blank, I could never do what I was told. Be on, be here at this time. No, <laughs> couldn't do it. Yeah. But I remember the first, the first thing I remember, like one of my longest memories is the... I had a neighbour next door. We had a great relationship and he gave me a pound once a week to go to the pound shop and I bought a packet of bobbins out of it. And I went out to the little veranda out the back and I invited all the kids in out of the flats and I put bobbins in their hairs. Now, I couldn't even do a plaque. I just put the bobbins in their hair and took their money. And my nanny came out and found the money in a lunchbox and said, what the hell do you think you're doing taking other children's money? And I said, I put the bobbins in their hair. Yeah. It's me shop, you, you pro- know. You provided, I provided a, a service. service. Yeah. So from the get-go, I think I was always going to work for myself. And as I got older, I went on to work for other people and to gain experience. And how so valuable all of that was. Uh, I I knew once I came around to having a family of my own that I would need to have control over my walking life and throughout my life you know like especially when my nanny got sick I really wanted to be there for her and to be present and I had to have a healthy walk-life balance I had to be able to be at home and to be and still do what I enjoy yeah and it's very much 
kind of remained that way because after I lost me nanny I had my daughter and it's very similar I, I need to be a present mom and I need to be at home but I love 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 me work so the only way I could do both was by being in complete control of them and not only that I think when you're working for other people if you're if you have that kind of entrepreneurish mind frame mm-hmm. you're always kind of like I want to do it my way, you know? Yeah. And I wanted to create my environment and a little haven for people. So, yeah, to answer your question, it was just in me. Jessica, what would be one of your biggest successes to date? It would be the brand, Edit, Edit Beauty. That is my business. That's what I love to do. And I've been trying to do it for years I started it in 2018 and I originally started it as Jessica Wells Makeup and Brow Studio and it was just something I just wanted to get going working for myself and over the last couple of years it's evolved into a brand that houses brow laminations, LVLs, lip blush. I just absolutely love it but I love the environment that I'm after creating so I have a lovely little studio on Fingless and it's just a warm, cozy, comfortable environment and you just live with beautiful services and I'm so excited about it, so happy to build on it. I This year I worked really hard on it and I launched my new website, edabeauty.eu, where you can buy all of your home care and products online and I'm so, so proud of it. I love it. That would be the biggest success today. But just, it's funny though because you asked me that question and I can't... Um, I can't answer it without mentioning how intimidating I find the word successes. I just find it's kind of puts a lot of pressure on people. Mm -hmm. And even when you asked me, I was a bit like, oh, whoa, like, am I even successful? You know, and I just, I, it's just something I'm just kind of thinking out loud to you now, just saying like, I just find that quite intimidating. And it's probably comes down to like, self-doubt and not being able to take pride in yourself and appreciate how far you've come and comparing your successes to somebody else's it was just interesting when you asked me that initially I was like oh my god am I even successful yeah and I love the way you've kept that real because what is success then because it's it's different for everybody you know success could be just getting up out of the bed the right side of the bed in the morning or having a brand or it could be just being healthy everybody's going to have a different success story it's funny because when you ask me what my biggest successes was even though edit is professionally the biggest success i've had that wasn't the first thing that came to mind Mm. it was the personal successes that i've had the personal development that i've had the last couple of years and that's what i measure my success on that's the most important thing to me yeah is having just a lovely life that you enjoy living and what you do as a job and that's just a bonus yeah i think one serves the other and the other serves it the other way too so yeah that's great in terms of say you know just one of another question i was thinking of the other day for you was what would be one of the biggest learnings that you've had to date on your journey listen to yourself to the right people Never think that you know it all. Just educate yourself and be yourself. So what I would ask then in terms of you, I, you know, we mentioned about this traumatic experience that happened yeah. last year. And what do you feel were the, 
supports and so on that you leaned into in order to try and bring you out out of that situation? Um, a couple of different things, past experiences. Um, there was a particular woman in my life many years ago who went through a similar situation and I remember it happening to me and me thinking, oh my God, I can't, I can't let this happen. You know, I could see her in me and um, it was just by watching that really inspired me to take control. So I started to think like, right, what am I going to do? I better get myself down to the doctor. I'm clearly in some sort of shock or, you know. So I went down to the doctor and she had prescribed a couple of different medications, but I really didn't think there was any need to take them because I wasn't depressed. There was nothing actually wrong with me. I was just in shock. So I was like, this is after knocking me so much that I just need to get control back of my own life. Like I was literally rattling, you know, with mm-hmm. just, it was traumatic. So I was talking to a couple of close friends about it and one had recommended EFT therapy and she told me that she thought that it might work because it had been known to help people with traumas. So I got the number off this woman and I'd done a bit of EFT therapy and my mind was blown. Like you know, you've done it. Mm-hmm. I um, I got it last year and I'd done it again this year for an entirely different reason and equally my mind was blown. Now last year I had it with a different lady, she was amazing. This year I had it with my friend, prepare for the plug, Dominique Kearns <laughs> at Skinsmere. And it was absolutely amazing. So I think we chatted about it before and we were saying, you, we both agree that the most impressive thing about EFT is the relationship that you build with yourself. Absolutely. But when I'm saying that, people are probably like, what's she talking about? But like, I remember we were chatting about it on the walk and you were like, I just love it because you're looking at yourself while crying for five-year-old Michael. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like it's it's pretty amazing. And... Um, so yeah, so I'll just explain it briefly. So in it, you're kind of guided into a a sort of meditation and you're supposed to look at yourself, but they get you to visualize you at a certain age. So say, for example, they say, Jessica, age 18, um, what does she look like? What's her hair like? What's she wearing? Who's the people she's with? What she's around? And then Before you know it, you have an actual image of that person, Jessica, age 18, looking at you and you start to connect with this version of yourself because you start to give her like she's so inspiring because you're looking at everything that she was going through and she still managed to get you here to this point. So in that therapy, I was looking at my old self saying if she managed to do that and get here. I can get through this and this time round, I have more people, I have more family, I'm a mother now, I have more responsibility so with that driving me I had to come back from that um, and I, all my dreams were starting to come true. Yeah, I had built this and created this environment that I just loved being in mm-hmm. with my husband and my baby and it was just I wasn't prepared to let it go so EFT really did save me and it was just amazing so I've got through the year and we got married and we had an amazing time and then this year I decided that I wanted to um, focus on my career and just chase my dreams and make it happen and I had EFT with Dominique again and is we that start- Dominique from Skin, Skin Spirit, Spirit that's all yeah 
and redone it and uh, she got me to focus on my future self and it was all about future focus and this time I was like I've loads of things that I want to do but I don't know where I wanted it like what I do next how do I get there in doing this therapy I was able to like clear my mind find some clarity and see myself two years from now and now I know exactly what I need to do in order to get there mm-hmm. and I'm so excited about it and I t- but the main thing I need to do for myself is just to be myself and speak to people like from my true authentic self and not be worried about what other people think of me, whether they judge me because of where I'm from, what my family's like, other people's problems or anything I've ever gone through. I would just like to take p- people to take me as I am and and me to take them as they are. Love that, Jess. And I particularly like the piece around being yourself, because I think along the way, on throughout our life there's parts of times where we try to conform we're fitting into Mm. groups that we necessarily don't want to be in but at the time we don't know we don't want to be in those groups so time goes on and then you look back and you particularly mentioned about the EFT and talking to your to your former self and I know from when we spoke we were mentioning that it was great to be able to know that you're not that person anymore and as you said that person brought you to the point that Mm. you're being and give credit to that person and you take them people with you so when I'm looking at my life and what's yet to come or even my life now I have her with me 18 year old Jessica and I have five-year-old Jessica with me and they are buzzing because this is all they ever wanted yeah and you know and in a couple of years from now I'll be with 30 whatever (laughs) uh year old Jessica and we will be having a ball. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about just just going for it, just making yourself happy. But you don't... But the thing is, right, I'm saying make yourself happy. Believe me when I tell you I'm happy now. And I'm happy because of the people I have around me. Um, I have a warm, safe home, mm-hmm. a nice, healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't always the case. And that is all I need to make me happy yeah so whatever is yet to come like you know material things big dreams bigger houses fancier holidays whatever it is don't get me wrong i love it (laughs) but that's not what does it for me you know like it's not um family and just just a nice home yeah is the most important thing and i'm sitting here um watching jess as we're recording this podcast and i can see it in her it there's a there's a shift in the energy the way she's smiling the way she's talking and understanding that she's getting to a place where she is happier Mm. but i want to ask you about you know we say we want to be happy what serves you in being happy more days than not being happy so what do you do um to to make like to make to be ha- happy to, yeah to be happy well i choose to be happy yeah is the first thing i do every morning yeah. and actually that's something you taught me years ago yeah i remember you saying to me there's no wrong side of the bed you decide what side of the bed you get out up out of and so i chose to get up out of the right side of the bed every day 
and um and i kind of fight it off like you know people come at me all the time remember i walk with people every half an hour 40 minutes so i have everybody's energies coming in and sometimes it can it can creep right in on you as well because i can give a lot of myself to a client too yeah and they can live at my happy energy and i'm left with whatever's going on with the, <laughs> in their life with, yeah yeah with them yeah. yeah so but you do you i just i just choose to be happy and i choose to be grateful uh, and so many there's so many different reasons like but i just start kind of taking pride in myself and others around me as well uh you know like removing expectation for, from people as well because I've had like certain situations like I have family members and I, I, I want so much more out of them, you know, and I never understood like why they weren't doing that. But like that's their story and that's their journey and whatever little steps and things that they make, I have to acknowledge all of that and mm-hmm. be happy and be proud of them for mm-hmm. all of that. So again, just deciding to be happy and taking people for what they are um, and just removing all expectations of what life should be like yeah just enjoy it while we can and enjoy the journey yeah my you reminded me even as me i'm gonna plug my own mother in this podcast now as well <laughs> we but, like she, wouldn't be, but she told me to do it no she didn't <laughs> the money lesson. no but i'm thinking about the fact that you know she'll say don't not everybody will view the world or be in the world the way that you want them to be and that's okay that's their journey yeah but it is letting go of that yeah that's the that is the challenge that many people feel that's where all the hurt can come from because you want them to live up to the expectations that you may have that reminds me of something nanny used to say to me and i've been thinking about it a lot recently um she used to always say not everyone's gonna like you jesse and i never understood it until now Mm -hmm. and i think what she was trying to say to me was not everyone's gonna like you but you like you yeah and that's the most important thing and but do you know what as well it's easy for me to sit here and say, be happy. What, you know, like, make you like yourself. You have to get to know yourself. You have to figure out who the hell am I and how do I figure out who I am. Yeah. You know, like, there's so m- I can't tell you so many times I'm after going through my life worried about what other people think for so many different reasons. And I don't know whether it's going through this particular trauma trauma i discussed being a mother turning 30 all these sorts of things i don't know maybe it's all of them things yeah um i definitely think EFT definitely did help yeah 100 percent. 100 but it's you know so it's easy to just sit here and say be yourself but you have to start kind of looking at yourself like the way eft treat teaches you to do that to appreciate your journey to, you know every every little step is you evolving it's growth and and give yourself a pat on the back like yeah. you know once upon a time i lived in in a different environment there was all sorts of things going on um you know so much just you know loneliness uh grief drugs all this sort of things that wasn't directly even me i just lived there <laughs> you know like pa- and i could have passenger yeah yeah, yeah yeah and um and i could have only dreamed of living like where i live now but it's such a big leap 
But so you put so much pressure on yourself. Well, how is this person here sitting in this flat with this going on a door with a door between us? How do I get from here to where I am now? But you just have to start. Just have a bit of faith in yourself and just start. You know, like when was the biggest you know shift for you when you said? Because I love where you said that you just have to start. When did you notice the the steps that you had taken were paying off? Well, always like like. I've always been on the move, you know. I always knew that nothing was forever, like, and I was very lucky. Like, although I had people in my family that had addictions and stuff like that, they really, really believed in me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like my ma and my nanny and my auntie Linda, like, without a doubt in their mind, like, I'm t- t- probably does. They'd laugh if they could see me now sitting here with a microphone because they'd be like, "Oh, she is." Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, I know. Yeah, we like a stage, <laughs> but um, but they just really did believe in me. They had so much faith and belief in me. Um, but it's all the other stuff that happens. Like you know, once you get out into the world, once you get out into life, and that's when all the self doubt starts coming in. So, and you start to think that people are passing judgment on you because of any situation at all Mm. so loads of different achievements but I didn't I never gave myself the credit for them at that time like even getting into Brown Thomas like walking in Brown Thomas coming where I was from like was such a big deal such a big deal like I'm prancing around Garner Street Flats in a Tom Ford Ford uniform yeah do you know they just don't really go together (laughs) but um they did in my world (laughs) well yeah but this is it as well and that's kind of that comment where you said they they don't go together but they should go together and it can go, go together. together for anybody. Yeah. And you are a, you're kind of a, a, a belief that that can happen for anybody in that yeah. regard. You know, I'm, you know, I just want to bring you back to when you talked about the, you know, in being in the flat and so on and your nanny and say your auntie Linda and your mom and so on. Mm. And, and then you were saying the self doubt can kind of creep in as you leave that. And I'm kind of wondering you know, you had the protection, I suppose, and the people championing you in, in the house, mm. even though that might have been a vulnerable space as well. Mm. And then the self-doubt. Where does the, what do you think are the things that, that you could say to people that has helped you to combat the self-doubt over the, over the years? Because we all get it at different points. To be honest with you, it's, it's never really gone away. Um, there's been elements of even sitting here tonight talking to you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go away. I do just think you have to listen to the other voice a little bit more like you know if you've ever read anything like any of those books about the two which wolf are you feeding sort of thing so you just have to listen to the positive um you know listen to the right side of the bed yeah. because that that voice is still gonna be there it's always gonna be there but it's a real case of feel the fear and do it anyway you know yeah. but one thing i always remember i was big into doing drama and stuff as a kid and don't get me wrong you grew up on a stage and i was mad into improv <laughs> like i just wing it that's just the way i go through life and anyway my husband says everything i do is a fluke so <laughs> i'm hoping for like forty thousand listeners <laughs> she loves throwing in my husband my by husband, the way you know yeah, she loves saying that thing. <laughs> um but he does, he does say everything I do. So that comes down to I passed my driving test with one go and it took him three. And, oh, you know, mine too. Ah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> so um, anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, so the self-doubt and anyway. So yeah, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So I used to do a lot of drama and improv and I'd go up. Now I'd be rattling. 
absolutely rattling getting up there and as soon as I got a laugh from whatever audience I had I had that like self like you know right I'm, I'm funny yeah. I can go for it I like you know down. yeah I can go for it but again that comes back to worrying about what people think like I needed that laugh to keep me going yeah but I just remember I'm big on family like and I love making me family proud I just love it yeah. I love being able to go and saying I did it and especially for my nanny I really I always wanted to do it for her and uh, my ma as well my ma was a real like she really drived me like you know she really did believe in me so it was that thing of like don't let anybody I don't let anybody down yeah. I just don't I don't let anybody down so I think um and there's, I, there's a big shift though when you say I don't let anybody down it's anybody else mm. and I suppose what I'm sensing as well is that that's a great driver it yeah. gets you to move into a great well, place but at the what? same time that's what got me here right yeah was for other people exactly like that's what got me to this point here was I for me nanny now in particular you know like me ma has had our addiction and stuff like that and um, it was it was a devastating time, and it was devastating for me nanny as well. And she, it was so important to her that that wasn't what was going to happen this yeah. time around. Yeah. So I really wanted, I wanted to make them both proud, and because the both of them, they worked so hard to give me a great life, and I did, I loved my life with them. But I always did everything else to make the rest of them proud, and this time around. I want to make my daughter proud, definitely. But I am just doing it for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it because I feel it's good to just be yourself. I'm more comfortable being who I am now rather than, yeah, worrying about anything. Like whether people think I'm great or whether they don't or whatever, you know. Like if you think I'm great, lovely, I'll hang around with you. But if you don't, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) That's absolutely fine. You probably want to hang around with her in fairness. So, you know, but... Look, I suppose we didn't want to be rehearsing any of this podcast tonight. And we were, you know, tying around with certain questions. And I'm Well, all... I don't know. You sound a bit rehearsed now. <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> no, it's just right. experience, Jess. <laughs> MC stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but I'm I'm asking, I suppose, when I come back to say, we want to just try to keep this as real as possible mm. and just have conversations around real life yeah and what's got what's going on and so on and you know if you are even thinking to where you are now and making yourself proud what would you say to the listeners out there around what's different for you now different for me now yeah um just realizing how fragile everything is Mm -hmm. you know um how fragile your mind is, how important life is. Like, I have had some of the greatest people in the world in my life, and they're not here now. Mm -hmm. And I adored my time with them. And I'm just not willing to waste any of it. Yeah, I just don't. I think I'd be doing people a disservice and myself if I spent my life choosing to get out on the wrong side of the bed. 
we keep coming back to this bed. Bed, I'm dying, because it's... Dying to see that if you're getting on the right, out it, the right oh, side you, of the bed, does that, mean, do it, that mean the husband is getting out the wrong side of the bed? <laughs> you better believe, believe. <laughs> you better believe. He's one of the biggest things I've to fight off every day. I, I oh. love how we're just referring to him now as the husband. The husband he doesn't even have yeah, a name. Yeah, well, I'm surprised the, the husband's even supporting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> out in all the business <laughs> um, but isn't it great as well when we talk about like husbands and support and so on like yes we can do it we can do so much ourselves but yeah there's people there that are there in your corner all the time and oh, come here and it's amazing to have them yeah but you also have to remember sometimes things happen you know like you nothing is forever Mm-hmm. No relationship, no one's life is forever. You don't know who's going to be here and when. So you have to be able to sit with yourself. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and have fun with yourself. <laughs> oh, that's it. Well, that's, that's another a, podcast. That, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other episode, <laughs> sexually. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> who who will invite for that? But you do. You really, really do. It's the most important thing. Like, you know... Like, I remember making a statement before saying, oh, well, the worst has happened, you know, and <laughs> things have, have then happened that have topped them. But, like, you know, it, terrible things happen all the time. And it's not, that's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to, everyone needs to kind of walk and just strengthen themselves up and just enjoying the good times and enjoying people and loving your relationships and just having an absolute ball it's the most important thing life is just amazing we only have one of them we do so let's make the most of it in that regard talking i want to bring you back to the eft points that you were talking about as well because we know from the eft that we can also talk to our future self yeah when you did that, what did you say to your future self? Oh, God. Well, she looked great. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it wasn't really about the when you're in when you're in that zone. It's not really about what I say to my future self. It's about what she's showing me. Mm-hmm. So she's able to show me around my new life yeah. and whatever I have been working on. Uh, for the next so many years and she's able to show me around and she's very excited to show me what she has to show me and it's amazing and particularly in this session Dominique she got me to she got me future self to show me around this uh, room and all these sorts of achievements and goals that I want and she got me to bring along my 18 year old self with me and when you realise that there's all these different versions of you and you're all in it together. Yeah. You know, there's all these different journeys through this one life and you're doing it for each other, but each other is yourself, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's deadly. It's the separation of them and yet, it's yeah. the, and yet they're all the one person. And the appreciation yeah. of each other. And forgiving, forgiving them, appreciating them, being grateful for them and doing that as well. Yeah. So I would, I would, I know I'm going to plug her again, but I would highly, highly recommend EFT. I would. Sponsored I, I, by I'm, Skin Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I am? I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. I really am. And I think as well, you see, you see so many else, see other people in in on the journey with you or they're all on their journey as well. And I think, you know, we come back to it. We have come back to it a few times surrounding yourself with those people that will keep you in check, but it will also support you and be and follow your dreams. But 
I hear you saying a lot and you know I admire it it's around yeah you can have support for other people and their dreams but you have to be your number one supporter in that regard yeah absolutely yeah you really really do it's so important but I really think I think what I'm after experiencing now and just being able to free myself like because if anybody was listening to this and they only know me from a professional point of view yeah they're probably like oh my god like they had absolutely no clue that any of them things even happened and I haven't really touched on much personal information but even certain things that I would never ever ever voice and I did today yeah and um because I was so nervous that people would pass judgment on me because of it and protective of say for example let's say my ma like protective of my ma that people would pass judgment on her yeah for something that really is neither of our faults it's just a circumstance and uh i really hope by me doing that i inspire anybody else that's going through that situation to you know just remove that from who you are because what anybody else is doing or anybody else's struggles or downfalls or anything at all is not a reflection on you and it wasn't a reflection on me and yeah just give yourself a pat on the back and uh, keep moving forward jessica what would you like people to be walking away with having listened to the podcast the same feeling that i like my clients to leave my studio with feeling revived energized um having faith in themselves just ready and inspired to take on whatever it is that they would like to do. Very good, very good. And is there anything that you would have done differently along the way? No. No, there isn't. Because everything that has happened or everything I've done has gotten me here now. So I have to look back and reflect and have gratitude on every aspect of my life. So no, there isn't. Of course, there's elements of... God, I wish I would have had this opinion years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, no, no, there isn't. I will be here again next week with a different guest. Maybe we might get you back on again, Michael. <laughs> we'll see if I, I'll see if I calendar yeah. allows that. So when I started out this podcast, uh, Michael said, you're going to need something, Jess. You know, at the end of the podcast, you're going to have to ask them, like, you know, if you were a biscuit, <laughs> uh, what would it be? And I was like, I'm not taking any advice off that, Jamie Dodger. <laughs> so I thought I won myself so in my house growing up we were so complimentary and it was always a thing and I always ask for compliments in my house now but the and these days in life I know it's loads of people follow mantras so they choose a mantra each day but there was no mantras when I was growing up all I had was what my nanny said to me so in honor of my nanny I am going to end the podcast every week with a nanny mantra so if there was a nanny mantra in your house Michael please let us know have you got a nanny <laughs> mantra did anyone ever or like your ma never say anything like for example my nanny used to go around you'd say right cut the crap have you got one well my nanny used to always say there's a little bit of a want in him <laughs> <laughs> and on that note I will see you again next week if you're nosy enough <laughs> do you think you can handle it do you think you could do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.